and welcome to the North Decatur Presbyterian Church Sermon Series. We're a PCUSA congregation in Decatur, Georgia. If you'd like to find out more about us, go to ndpc.org or just come by and visit. Here's this week's sermon. Our scripture for today is a selection that have been taken from the epistles in the New Testament. All of them are scriptures that talk about saints. Open your ears and your hearts to hear these words. First, from 1 Corinthians. To the church of God that is in Corinth, to those who are sanctified in Christ Jesus, called to be saints. From Romans, in the eighth chapter, The Spirit intercedes for the saints according to the will of God. From the letter to the Ephesians, the second chapter, So then you are no longer strangers and aliens, but you are citizens with the saints and also members of the household of God. And finally, from Colossians, the first chapter, May you be made strong with all the strength that comes from God's glorious power. And may you be prepared to endure everything with patience, while joyfully giving thanks to God who has enabled you to share in the inheritance of the saints in the light. That is the word of God for you, the people of God. We say together, thanks be to God. Every year, this day, this All Saints Day, invites us into a time of wondering. We wonder what is it about certain people that they have such a profound effect on our lives? Why is it that even after they are gone, they do not disappear? The saints in our lives linger in a way that stretches our inclination to have a rational mind. We feel the saints very much here with us. Now, if you were listening to what I read just now, I know you were all listening you'll know that the word saints gets thrown around a lot in the New Testament. But if you heard just now, there's something interesting about the way that this word saints gets used. It's always used in the plural. Now, we're used to talking about saints as individuals. We we see their pictures and we think of these saints as individual super-Christians. But there is no individual saint ever mentioned in the scriptures. Saints are always a group. A group of fish is a school. A group of geese is a gaggle. A group of frogs, I learned, is called an army. A group of flamingos is called a flamboyance. Who knew? A group of Christians... They are called saints. Sainthood, it seems, is not a solitary pastime. There are no Lone Ranger saints. There's no go-it-by-yourself, rugged, individualist saint. 
A saint can only and ever be a part of a larger group. A saint belongs to a body of saints, to a group of people whose lives are being formed in the way of Jesus. Now that is, of course, not how we like to think about saints. We think of them as these super-Christians, people who are surpassingly generous, people who showed unbelievable grace under extreme pressure, people who are capable of surpassing good works. I think I know why we like to think of the saints in this way. I like vicariously participating in their goodness. We kind of bask in their glow. After all, living, actually living in the way of Jesus, most of us find is quite difficult. It's hard to be selfless and kind and forgiving. It's a beautiful life if you can get there, but gosh, it's hard. I like thinking that no no matter how badly I fail at being a good Christian, that there are people out there who are actually getting it right sometimes. Thank God there was a Dorothy Day or a Martin Luther King. At least some Christians get it right some of the time, but not me. Well, these saints of the church that we lift up are inspiring and sometimes wonderfully inspiring. Sometimes it is their very lives that draw us into the community of the church in the first place. Even though they are inspiring, it is not right for us to hold them up as transcendent figures. For one, I guarantee you that there was nothing about any one of these individuals on the cards in your hands that was anything other than ordinary flesh and bone and spirit. Number two, I think they are far from worthy of being put on a pedestal. They would be the first ones to say so. If you look closely enough at any one of these saints, if you rub off the halo around their head, and if you let go of your childlike admiration, you will see that they are flawed. Sometimes tragically so. There are reasons to believe that Mother Teresa's order practiced a kind of physical abuse. There are lots of credible accusations against Jean Vanier, who founded the L'Arche community to accompany those of us who are physically disabled, credible accusations of harassment and abuse. If we try to put these saints up high on a pedestal, we risk that our faith will come crashing down with them when we discover that, in fact, they are every bit as flawed as we are. 
What I want you to know today, and I want you to leave this place with, is a sense that indeed there are saints in the world around us. Saints are a very real thing. There are people all around us whose lives embody the most wonderful of virtues. People who give so generously, it stretches the mind to understand. They give sacrificially of themselves. People who are kind, unfailingly kind, and compassionate, and merciful, and good. These people exist, but a saint is only and ever a member of a community of saints. If there is one saint, then we are all saints. If any of us is capable of virtue, then we all are capable of such virtue. These saints are not good because of something that inhered just in them. They are good because the love of God, which is the most powerful force in the universe, flows in and through the body of Christ, and eventually that love finds its way into each of you. The hardest thing, I think, to accept about the saints is that we are one of them. Now, I don't know what you think when you look in the bathroom mirror in the morning. I don't see a saint looking back at me. I often see uh, what I've always seen. I often see a shy, quiet boy who wants people very much to like him. These days, I see a middle-aged man who can be moody and restless and sometimes gets overwhelmed by the basics of ordinary life. I never walk around feeling like I've got a golden halo over my head, and I'm pretty sure None of you do either. You don't think I have a halo, and you probably don't think you have a halo either. We never see it in ourselves, but thank God we see it in others. The saints of God have drawn close to you. They have drawn so close that they have changed your life indelibly for the better, they are the reason that you are in church today. They showed you what faith looks like in the flesh. They showed you how beautiful it can be. The saints could be the very reason that you are alive here today. And this church has been full of saints. We're celebrating 66 years today, 66 years that North Decatur has been a vital congregation. The wind of the saints is blowing this morning. They're here. 66 years folks have been coming through these doors. I'm going to name some of them out loud. Some of you will know their names because they sat next to you in the pews because you've been around for a while too. But others of you might have to ask and learn about who these folks are. How about Hazen Smith? and Janie McCutcheon, the first two women elders elected in this congregation in 1966. 
There were many more to follow. Francis Query and Donna Rooney and Martha Vardaman and Mary Alice Kemp. There have been men here too, good men, with the last names Slack and Cherry and Hood and more recently Vardaman and Godfrey and Lassiter. There were couples always who have been pillars of this church together, Dick and Mary, Alice and Charles and Greta DeWald. There were pastors whose preaching and teaching and caring for us brought us together, Tony Tucker and Henrietta Wilkerson and Albert Curry Wynn. And how many Sunday school teachers have there been in that building across the way who have welcomed children into classrooms and made us feel seen and loved and youth group leaders and scout leaders who navigated the woods back here in the old scout hut? How many property chairs and building committee chairs have kept the roof over our heads? How many musicians like Virginia Loveless led us in song? Missionaries, people who served all over the world and brought back to these pews unearthly humility, people like the Baldwins and the Boyles, the Cogswells and the Etheridges. There have been those who have nourished our relationships with those outside of our doors who were struggling, our neighbors who needed help, Rudy Velasco, Nelda Hollander, hundreds of others whose hands and hearts have been freely given in service. And always there has been someone from this church to visit the family with the new baby or take a meal to someone who was sick or to make and serve the lemonade. One of the oldest and best church legends says that someone took up the rug in their den every Sunday. They rolled up the rug in their den every Sunday and they carried it to the church nursery so that the babies wouldn't have to crawl on the bare floor when the church began. What was the name of the saint who rolled up their rug every morning and brought it to church? No one remembers, but that's okay. Not a single one of those people that I just mentioned had a halo on their head. Not a single one of them thought of themselves as a saint, but you know better. You sat next to them. You sit next to them. You have been taught by them. You have shared Holy Communion with them and shared the Holy Communion of potluck suppers with them. You have turned to them and said, the peace of Christ be with you. And they said, and also with you, and it was. God's love, which is the most powerful force in the universe, has one primary way of working. God's love comes in to a community of saints, and eventually it finds its way into you. What is a saint? The writer Frederick Beekner says it just about perfectly. He says, to be a saint is to be human. To be a saint 
is to live not with the hands clenched, to grasp or to strike or to hold tight to a life that is always slipping away the more tightly we hold it, but it is to live with the hands stretched out, both to give and receive with gladness. To be a saint is to work and weep for the broken and suffering of the world. But it is also to be strangely light of heart in the knowledge that there is something greater than the world that mends and renews. And maybe, maybe more than anything else, to be a saint is to know joy. Not happiness that comes and goes with the moments that occasion it, but joy that is always there like an underground spring, no matter how dark and terrible is the night. Friends, we are part of the communion of saints. We have seen them and known them, and they are never far away. This morning, we invited you to remember someone who has been a saint in your life, and now we are going to read their names aloud. Can you bring the baskets of the saints' names forward? As we read the names of these saints, both famous and those known only to you, when you hear the name of your saint, of the card that you're holding called out, I want you to stand up and raise your card up, and in a loud voice, you are going to shout, present. Say it with me. Present. Let's read the names of the saints this morning. St. George Floyd, St. Cora Hardin-Martin. St. Jerome, St. Caroline. St. Dietrich Bonhoeffer, St. Dorothy Bowling. Oscar Romero, William R. Farmer. And if you'd like to take your card, you may, if you'd like, hang it along the windows so that we can see the saints. So as your names are read, hang the card along the windows. St. George Fox, St. Essie Lee Myrick. Holly Murray, Ruth Smith. St. Jane Balsley. William Shakespeare, Framp. St. Susanna Wesley, St. Marjorie Jean Miller Flynn. St. Anthony of Padua, St. Scott Henry. St. Tamir Rice, St. Charles Carroll. St. Claire of Assisi, St. Jesse Martins. St. Phoebe Palmer, St. Dee Isaacs. St. Catherine of Siena, St. Rose of Lina. St. Rumi, St. Mom and Dad. 
St. Hildegard, St. Jesus Christ. St. Emily Dickinson, St. Gay Dellinger. John Calvin, St. Reuben Godfrey. St. John Muir, St. Jean Morse. St. Hilda of Whitby, St. Saint Sandra Bland, St. And Granddaddy, I hope I got it right. St. Cesar Chavez, St. Anne Sayre. St. Black Elk, St. Jerry Hoyt. St. Ignatius of Antioch, St. Jean Turner. St. Malcolm X, St. Walker. St. Luke, St. Kenny, St. St. Rigoberta Menchu, St. Ann Sayre. St. Thomas Akempis, St. Lola Brunstetter Heacock. St. Thomas Cranmer, St. Edna Inez Clark. St. Ruby. St. Abraham Heschel, St. Faye at Greenbaugh. St. Florence Nightingale, St. Elizabeth McLean. St. Philando Castile, St. Ruby Masters. St. Catherine of Siena, St. Papa, Bob Etheridge. St. Hannah Still. St. Claire of Assisi, St. Joan Goldman. St. Martin Luther, St. Mabel. Present. Morley. St. <laughs> Simone Vey, St. Margaret Godfrey. St. Mary Magdalene, St. Pam and Jim Stoops. St. Dante Alighieri, St. Al Wynn. St. Anne Hutchison, St. Linda Quick. St. Oscar Romero, St. Reverend William Lease. St. Brianna Taylor, St. Francis and M.T. Cribs, Jr. St. Dietrich Bonhoeffer, St. Peg. Renal. St. Grace Thorpe, St. Kathleen Clark Lose. St. Ella Fitzgerald, St. Winifred Westbrook. St. Georgia Harkness, St. Jean Jakes. St. Clara Swain, St. Clara Lowry. St. Anne Frank, St. Antonelle Monsma. The Venerable Bede, the Venerable Mary Elizabeth H. St. Patrick, St. My Grandmother. St. Ruth Bader Ginsburg, Lord Jesus. St. John Coltrane, 
St. Carol Ellison Hughes. St. Sandra Bland, St. John B. Evans. St. Betty Mae Baccarini. As we um, prepare for our prayers today, let us take a posture that makes us comfortable and feel authentic and ready to draw close to God. I read somewhere that a saint is someone who's seen as close to God, and I think from the reading of the names, we have learned that there are many ways we feel closer to God. One of those ways is through music. So um, before we pray, I just want to offer a prayer of gratitude um, to Aaron Tolar, our ministry fellow, who's on the piano today, multi-talented. And to Ryan and Natalie Henry, our two new choral scholars um, who are getting their uh, graduate degrees at GSU in vocal performance. We're glad to have them lead us and lead the choir. Um, we're so thankful for North Decatur and investing in these young people as they um, prepare to serve the church and for you guys to draw us closer to God through your gift of music and sharing your passion and joy. So thank you. Let us pray. O oh God, the source of our goodness, resilience, and hope, we come to you following the saints before us, reminded, like Timothy, that if faith lived in our grandmothers and our mothers, that it can surely live in us. In the lives of each person who has stepped foot on this earth and tried to love it as you have loved, we see how closely you really are to us. We know your spirit to be our breath your compassion to be our heartbeat, and your will to be our body drawn to action and to healing. O oh God, when we honor the holy ones that form the cloud of witnesses, we wonder if they had some special knowledge, some miraculous power, or some purer faith than we could possess. We see these saints as models, as teachers, healers, intercessors, ascetics, mystics, and prophets. And we too often assume we lack what we need to surrender to the power of your love and be its channel. Oh God, we pray today for who they were exactly as they were and for who we are exactly as we are. What if what draws a saint so close to your holiness is just as St. Paul told Timothy, a sincere faith? What if all we must be is not the icon of a saint, but our unfeigned self in honest search of your divine love? And therefore, we sincerely pray from the longing of our hearts and the questionings of our souls. We pray for all those who doubt. Let us hold them in understanding. We pray for all those who grieve. Let us accompany them in vigil. We pray for all those who hunger, let us not succumb to scarcity. For all those who rage, let us behold their wounds. For all those who despair, let us wait on them with hope. For all those who face death, let us not fear separation. For all those who seek mercy, let us forgive ourselves together. 
For all those who govern, let us balance trust with truth. For all those who keep the peace, let us forswear ignorance and violence. For all those who heal, let us come to their aid. For all those who sacrifice their lives, let us not live ours in vain. For all those who proclaim divine love, let us open our hearts. For all those who glorify your sovereign grace, let us worship with them. And for all those who pray, let us not dismiss their power. Like the, th- like the saints that took this journey before us and who dwell in the heart of your holiness now and forever, we place our faith, whatever shape it is currently in, at your altar and kneel before you in prayer with the words of Jesus Christ who taught us how close you truly are to us. Our Father, Mother in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us today our daily bread, and forgive us our sins as we forgive those who sin against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For yours is the kingdom, the power, and the glory forever. Amen.